From the Balboa Island Clubhouse in Newport Beach, California, and on location, this is It's All Good Newport Beach, where you'll hear one-of-a-kind interviews with extraordinary people, executives, entrepreneurs, and community leaders, showcasing why it's all good. Hosted by Tom Dior. Today, we're really honored and excited to be joined by John Stanley, realtor at Douglas Element. John is the, here, this is great. John is the fifth generation of real estate professionals in his family, which has included agents, developers, attorneys, and financiers. His family history, his family history dates to 1919, when John's great, great grandfather helped people buy and sell real estate in the emerging locale. Orange County's population then was less than 60,000 people. Wow. Areas like Laguna Beach and Newport Beach had yet to be incorporated, and few people called the Pacific Coast home. Though much has changed, John carries on his family's century-long legacy of extraordinary vision and market insight with a nuanced understanding of every enclave and amenity. For more information, feel free to find them. John, where's the website, best website for, to get you at? Or it's johnstanaland.com. Perfect. johnstanaland.com. Again, John, I'm really honored and uh, excited to have you on the show. Thank you for being here. No, I appreciate you having me. It's always nice to see you. Yes, definitely. However we see it. Hey, John, we like to start our show off with uh, either a quote or a prayer or a mantra. If there's any that you might have that personally or professionally, uh, you can share it with your audience today. A prayer quote? Yeah, whatever it is. Your own life, your own philosophy, if you want to. My own philosophy. I mean, I always believe in being kind. I believe in uh, what you put out, you get back. And that's good or bad. So I always believe treat people fairly, honestly, and uh, live life as such. The legacy, you and I talked just before before we got on the the show is, I said, John, I want to talk a bit about the legacy. I'm really getting into quite a bit. That's very rare for anyone to have anyone in family in the same industry since 1919. Share with that, here, I'm going to coin, I didn't coin this phrase, but this, I couldn't think of anything else. Being a caretaker of a legacy. What's that like for you? I mean, it, it's been great. I mean, I, I grew up around real estate and development. And um, I mean, I feel like I was very, very fortunate to uh, be born into what I was born into. Um, come from a long line of developers, brokers, um, just just real estate people. With that background and in your personal attitude, how is that carried on even with with, uh, with your kids? Uh, my kids are, uh, two of the three of my kids are in the business, both my sons, Tyler, Trevor. Uh, one has been a professional surfer, so he's been kind of in and out of the business, now full-time in the business. Uh, my other son uh, left me for a bit to be a police officer, SWAT officer. He, he was a he was an officer in Santa Ana for five years. He's been back with me for three years. Uh, both are very passionate about real estate, and uh, I love seeing them carry on the tradition. Here we go with the, the tradition. The other the other facet I notice is obviously you're very still physically very active. Yes. How is that translated in your business and your personal life? Being so. Uh, Athletic and carrying on that athleticism and uh, practice. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been athletic since I was a kid, and it's been something I've done my whole life. Um, I, I think I think it carries on a lot of uh, how I do business as well. Um, very regimented, very dedicated, and uh, you know, I, I think it. I think they run hand in hand. Oh, that's a good question. You don't have to answer, but 
is there an advantage to being physically active training and sports and business? I think so. I think it's a mindset. Uh, you know, I mean, people that are like that, like to win. Um, you know, I, I do, I do think it's a mindset. And then how, how would you describe why, if you don't mind getting even deeper? Uh, it's just, just who I am. <laughs> I mean, just, I mean, true. Is it, in, is it something you instilled in your, your uh, kids as well? I mean, I think or it's something. Took it up on their own? I think it's something you're born with. And, um, I mean, I think environment does come into play, but, you know, um, yeah, all three of my kids are very athletic and very driven. That driven. Obviously, you're one of the most successful <clears throat> agents in Orange County, probably the United, uh, United States. Is that something you aspire to or something that you sort of you kind of fell into or a little both? What? I mean, I, my personality, anything I'm going to do, I'm just I'm going to do it. So when I made the decision to switch into full-time residential sales, um, I just, I dove in and uh, I sold back then. I've been, this is my 27th year. Um, back then I sold a house the first weekend of the business for about 500,000, which you can't find that in Orange County anymore. But back then that was a very large sale. And uh, I started running. I, um, I started selling condos and anything you can think of. And at one point, my office even called me the condo king, like a year into the business, which is funny. But like I was selling condos in Aliso Viejo for like, I mean, you know, like $150,000. But I figured out if I could sell four of those a month, I was doing really well. And I've just carried that through my whole career. I learned super early on, if you took care of your clients, um, had a sense of urgency, be honest, be fair, you know, treat your clients as a relationship as opposed to like one sale, one and done, you can build a business. They'll, you know, They'll use you again. They'll refer you. Um, if you don't take care of your clients and you do a poor job, you're constantly looking for new clients. I mean, not that we don't look for new clients, but it's nice to have that base as you go forward. That relationships. You, you mentioned that word several times in our interview already. We just got started. Why is it so important to you? I mean, I think relationships and life are important, um, but particularly in business. You know, people want to do business with people they trust, people they like, people they think will get the job done. And, uh, you know, I, I think when you build relationships like that, it puts you ahead of a lot of your competition. Here's something, my, one of my personal philosophies, and you may, may or may not agree, or the audience may not agree, that I think trust is impo- more important than even love. Oh, um, in business? Okay, yes. you answered that before I even finished. No, I'm really? Sorry. No, that's fine. No, that's fine that you did. But I, I've said that before, and I've got a lot of arguments with it. I say, no, you have to have a, a major trust factor. You may not like me or you may not like someone, but as long as you know that you're going to come through with whatever you say you're going to do, I find that more valuable than the so-called passionate love. What's your thought on it? In business, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, anybody can hire anybody to sell a property. At the end of that deal, you know, did they trust who sold it? Do they feel they got the, you know, the best price? Do they feel they were fairly treated? Would they want to call you and use you again? You know, if they don't trust you, they will not. If, if there was a time, if you could think of a galvanizing moment when that was a factor, what could it be where you knew that, man, I got to come through with this thing? I mean, that's, that's always my mindset, though. I mean, I, I feel like I'm as good as my last deal, and I, I always have. That's just me. Um, but I did learn, again, you know, super early on in my career that, you know, take care of your clients, do the right thing, treat them well, and, you know, they'll probably use you again. They'll probably refer you. If you don't, they won't. But go back to when you when you started, <clears throat> and you you and I have talked 
off offset about how uh, it, it wasn't always just handed or given to you. you know, oh no, you start so, with nothing. Basically. No, so so I grew up around. I grew up around it. Um, you know, uh, family were developers and uh, brokers, agents. Um, but I went a different route. I I played some professional volleyball. Um, heavy martial arts guy. Um, I'm a third degree black belt, so I used to compete and train and um, you know get paid to train. So uh, before diving in headfirst to real estate, that's what I did. And how was it? You say this. Let's go back to your say your first or second year, even if you can recall in real estate. Yes. I mean, I literally, Tom, when I jumped in, I sold a house first week, five hundred grand, and then I just rolled. Like I mean, I started selling the condos, houses in Laguna Beach. Um, I you know within two three years in the business, I had number one market share in Laguna Beach. Well, number one in number one, one in Laguna Beach, correct? Oh, so you you just went? I went. You just you went off. This is a terrific show. This is a great show. We're going to uh, get back to it in a second. This is the It's All Good Newport Beach podcast. We're talking today with John Stanlin, realtor at Douglas Element. For uh, the website again, John, I've got element.com. Is that johnstanlin.com? Okay, johnstanlin.com. It goes into that as a professional athlete. Again, how much did that se- does that segue into business i think it's it's mindset like i said it's drive um it's the dedication it's um doing everything you need to do to be at the peak level (laughs) and focus but there's still here's here's i'm gonna say my observation we've known each other what a couple years now yeah is there's still a lightness with you as much as there's a focus there's still a lightness there's a uh uh, what's the word people say? A down to earthness. What is that from? If you can attribute it, that. I mean, it just I mean, it's my personality. It's, it's the way I was born, but also you know, many, many, many years of martial arts. Um, there is a calmness with it. Describe that calmness. Well, I, mean, I love the calm here. Yeah, I mean, it's just you know, I mean, most people, most people that are tra- as trained as I am, you know, have the black belts. They're not the ones that are boisterous and you know, out trying to cause problems and you know, doing things they shouldn't do. It's the calm ones you need to watch out for. Yeah, I've always thought that as well. As, uh, I've heard, I don't know if it might even be a biblical verse, but kindness is actually an intelligence. But it's also a choice. It is a choice. Okay. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I like to be a good person. I, I don't like to treat people poorly. Um, you know, I mean, I definitely can defend myself of, you know, put in a corner. <laughs> but, um, but I prefer kindness. I really yeah. do. Yeah. And how so? I mean, if you if you I'd, could put a why on it. I mean, just even in negotiations. I mean, <clears throat> when you're when you're negotiating a deal, there's typically somebody on the other side. You know, you, you don't have to be a jerk or a problem about it. You can do it fairly, you know, firmly. But um, you can you know do it at the end of the transaction. You know, they can still say, "Oh, great transaction, good guy." You know, enjoyed it. Look forward to the next. Or you can be one of the agents who takes an adversarial position and is nothing but a problem. And then after the deal, uh, the last thing you ever want to do is do a deal with them or even, you know, associate with them, which there are agents like that in my business, unfortunately, but there are also some very good professionals, some very good agents. How quickly is, is being able to read your prospective clients, your existing clients, and even the agents that you work for, how much would you a tribute to you being able to read them as oh, accurately and, as possible. In intuition and ability to read people is absolutely at the top of the list. 
do you have a form without giving away your secret sauce? Is there a formal process a little bit that you, you kind of measure like how they look, how they appear? No, they... I mean, I, I've always been very intuitive just in general. So, um, you know, I'm fortunate enough. I can usually read people in situations, usually not always right. Um, but it does help in deals and it does help with clients and people. Um, you know, it, it just, it helps. <laughs> and we'll go back again. How much of this is, not just professional training, but just your own life experience. Uh, I mean, I think it's all a combination, but I also think, you know, intuition and ability to read people where you can, you can, I mean, it is a skill, but I think you're either born with it or you're not. It's just one of those things. We talked about uh, last time we were on one of our shows, uh, mentors for you or people that you actually looked up to. Yeah. I mean, I, I looked up to my father. I looked up to my father. Um, my grandfather passed away when I was very young. I looked up to my grandmother. I mean, they were all in the business. Um, and you know, my father was a, a military. He was a, an attorney, a broker, but before he was an attorney and a broker, he was special forces military. Um, so there was some you know, uh, very big admiration there. Um, and then as I proceeded through business, I mean, a lot of it was really just self-taught as I went. If, if you can describe, without naming names, companies, uh, maybe perhaps a project, you know, a project, a client, someone that you may have worked with, and initially there might have been a little turbulence, and it actually turned out to be fantastic. Oh, I, I specialize in difficult. Okay, you, share, yeah. you don't have to name names unless no, you want to, but I, can I, you share an experience? Oh, I mean, I, there's, there's so many. There's yeah. so many. I mean, just, you know, many times my office will actually make fun of me because I tend to work with some clients people don't want to work with and we usually wind up becoming friends what would you why why so i mean, I mean what do you there's, think? Just, there's just i mean we're we're in a market where I mean, there's some very high profile very strong-willed people and you know not everybody can deal with it if you were to uh if you were to look at have see a common thread between your clients what would it be I represent, I represent everything from the mailman to the billionaire and everything in between. So, I mean, if there's a common thread, it's probably the relationships I build with them. Yeah. They, they trust me. They work with me. I mean, we're in my clientele, uh, you know, good majority of not only are we just, just on the business side, you know, we're also friends, you know, mm -hmm. we'll do lunch, we'll do, you know, dinners, we'll take trips. I mean, I'll take them fishing. Uh, I've got one of my clients that, you know, I sold last year. I sold his house for 20 million and he's a fisherman. Fantastic guy. Love him. Just nice, nice gentleman. Great family. I took his grandsons out um, and we caught five tuna between, you know, two and 275 pounds. I've got the picture I'll show you. And it was just like the best day. And so things like that. Talk about your fishing and why it's so fun to you. I, I have fished from the time I was a kid. I've, it's always been a thing. It's always been one of my favorite things. Um, super passionate about it. I've fished for everything you can think of. Um, you know, these days my primary my primary focus when I fish is bluefin tuna, which, you know, uh, here along the coast they disappeared in 1940, the big ones, and didn't show back up till about 10 years or so ago. And the last 10 years, the big bluefin tuna fishing here has just been fantastic. So typically June through October, every week and a half, two weeks, I'll be gone for. 12 to 15 hours, one of my associates will have my, one of my phones and I'm fishing and I'll be back at the dock. And as soon as I'm back at the dock, it's, you know, 
you know, I'll check my phone and figure out how I'm going to fillet all my fish. <laughs> Talk about your boat. Really, I want to hear you, your boat's fantastic. Yeah, the, the Huntress. Yeah. It's a it's a Cabo thirty five sports fisher. Um, not only do I fish on it, as you know, I use it as my office part of the time. Uh, you know, I, I work between Dana Point and Newport Beach every day. I'm back and forth all over the place. And even though I have a very nice office in Newport Beach and Laguna Beach, um, I spend more time in my car and on my boat as my actual office. What would you attribute that to besides being needing to be mobile? I, I mean, I'm, agile. I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate I'm busy. I'm fortunate I'm busy. And, you know, unlike some of the agents who uh, do a lot of business and run some of the larger teams, um, I actually show my own listings. So I'm present. I like to do my appointments. And so between the car and the boat, it's just easy. And it's right by the Galley Cafe, Tom. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, give a shout out to the Galley Cafe. Oh, the Galley Cafe. Okay. Yeah, anybody who, who wants a great breakfast burrito or anything else, Galley Cafe is fantastic. <laughs> and tell, tell them about the, you got to tell them the story about your, the burritos before you go. Oh, I mean, I'm, I mean, for any fishermen that are listening, listening, this is going to be embarrassing. But, you know, people <laughs> like to get up early and go fishing. But uh, the Galley Cafe does not open until 7 a.m. So the Huntress does not leave the dock till 7.30 with a full load of breakfast burritos. <laughs> True. <laughs> It's great. Your ex- with your experience, and as I said earlier, I want to talk about, about the legacy. Yes. N- not, not you're not retiring anytime soon. Oh, God. No, no, I don't, it's like me. I, there's no retirement. Yeah. But to be able to leave it for your kids. Yeah, I mean. What's that thought and feel like for you? I mean, I, I just hope they continue. I hope they continue on. It, it, it's, um, I mean, it's a great business. You know, it's in the family. It's in the blood. Um, I just, I hope they continue. I think they will. You know, my, my boys, my daughter's a nurse, but my boys are definitely, it's real estate. And, and share with uh, your audience, it's really your audience today, you know, what you, a typical day might look like. Maybe there's no typical, but at least a day might look like for you from the moment you arise to the moment you... I mean, as soon as I arise, or yeah. rise, uh, <laughs> yeah, arise. Um, yeah the, the coffee is brewing. Okay. So immediately coffee, emails, text messages, whatever I have to do. I usually get up six-ish. Um, and provided I don't have any super early morning appointments, which I prefer not to do, um, I usually grab an hour, hour of cardio. And then I go on about my day. Um, I'll go to my appointments, my showings, listing appointments, um, anything I have to do. Um, work all day and then you know, usually six or seven o'clock I'll roll out to the gym and lift weights for an hour maybe hit a bag and usually swim a couple of few miles yeah I was going to mention about the swimming because I've seen when you started you send the picture just before you get in on yeah, your, I, yeah I've, been, I've been swimming my whole life so yeah how does that work for you I mean because there's such a peace and calmness when you're swimming I I, I love swimming okay. so for me like I love to lift weights I love to work just like you I mean yeah. you're a workout guy you're obviously in great shape um, Thank you. It's always just been part of me, but the swimming, um, the swimming when you get in, you put your head down and you sweat. It's just like it's almost like meditation. I mean, exactly. I can, I can go for miles, like literally miles, and I don't get tired. I just keep going. Yeah, that's it. You've sent uh, some of the shots about what you're about to do, especially when you're about to jump in your lane. And there's actually, a, oh man, I wish I was there. Too. I. It's fantastic. Yeah. How about even th- that competitiveness? As I say. Obviously, you're competitive, but it sounds like you're almost more competitive with yourself, not with anybody else. No, I mean, well, I mean, back when I used to, you know, play volleyball and I used to fight, I mean, I was very competitive. I mean, I'm still competitive, but, you know, I'm probably my biggest critic. So if I'm not doing well, I'm very hard on myself. 
like, I mean, I always want to be progressing. I want to be listing. I want to be selling. I want to be market. I just, I always like to do well. A real life liver. This is the It's All Good podcast, Newport Beach. We're joined today by John Stanlin, realtor at Douglas Element. Our uh, public service announcement for John's show is the Pacific Marine Mammal Center. In Laguna Beach. In, in Laguna Beach. And you can find them at PacificMMC.org. And I'll read you a bit of their mission statement. The Pacific Marine Mammal Center inspires ocean stewardship through animal rescue and rehabilitation, medical research, STEM education programs, and advocacy for a healthy ocean. For more information, PacificMMC.org. Dot org. That's PacificMMC.org. And for John's website, it's JohnStanland.com. John, what, uh, we'll touch on the real estate. In the last couple of years, what's kind of evolved and changed since obviously the pandemic time? But what's evolved and changed for you personally or, or professionally or where, where you see the industry going? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. So the, the market... Um, you know, the market had a lull in 2018. Uh, between 2018 and 2019, we lost about 10 or 15% in the market um, from the previous peak, the peak being 2017. Um, it started to climb out of that lull in late 2019 and uh, early 2020. COVID hit and everybody thought the market was done. Everybody thought it was like done. And uh, interestingly enough, about 45, 60 days later, um, you know, the market took off and the market was the craziest, most gangbusters, just nutty market for almost two years I've ever seen in, you know, 27 years of doing this. Um, everything sold. The market appreciated 22 to 25% a year for those two years. Um, and it slowed down last April-ish. Uh, it was still moving, but definitely slowed down through the rest of last year. Fourth quarters, which are usually very good in the market, um, were interestingly enough slower this last fourth quarter. But what I'm seeing right now, um, I am seeing the market increase. It's picking up. Buyers are back in the market. And there were a lot of people that were waiting for the market to crash, which it didn't happen. And it's not going to happen, in my opinion. So people are now realizing that and jumping back into the market. Um, how the, how how COVID did change the landscape of our market, you know, we've always had a good buyer pool from local Texas, Vegas, Arizona, and then some international Chinese. Uh, COVID changed it to very heavy local, very heavy LA, very heavy San Francisco, and interestingly enough, a lot of New York, and still the rest of the same buyer pool. But, um, you know, that that's kind of what's happened with the last couple of years, or is what's happened. What's your thought on the other... Thank you for sharing that. Also your own vision that you share with your clients. You know, of course, you don't want, I don't want you to give away your secret sauce, but your own vision for your clients to have them looking ahead two or three years as well. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, the market always runs in cycles, as we know. Um, if you take a look at a 100-year snapshot, I mean, there's always going to be, you know, ups and downs, and, you know, there's going to be a peak, and it's going to roll back. But if you take a look at that 100-year snapshot, whatever this peak is and whatever this dip is and however far it goes, whether it's 12 months, you know, 24, 36, or, you know, sometimes even a hair longer, it always comes back higher than this peak. So, like, if you take a look at, you know, you know 10, 10 years down the road, 15 years down the road, maybe 10 years down the road, you'll look back and go, wow, that was cheap. 
like those price that pricing was cheap and i think we've become a you know a destination we've always been a destination but more so with covid and just the way the world has changed i think we were even more on the map um, and I think we're going to be one of, I mean, we are one of the it areas I think we'll continue to be. And I think you're going to see values continue to increase um, probably pretty substantially after a little lull. Uh, my personal opinion is, um, you know, everybody thought the market, again, was going to crash. It has not, and it's not going to here. Um, I think you're going to see the market start to take off a bit after the next quarter. And uh, I don't think you're going to see really any sort of a rollback, personally. There's such a no line with your personal and professional life is there ever is there ever a way you turn it off so to speak no no okay. i don't turn it off okay no i mean i mean i used to own uh, i used to own three houses in hawaii on the north shore i used to like to surf a lot and i would um i would go over there every 45 60 days and you know i surf for five six seven days and work from there um but i would time my time in the water till i got back out to my cell phone and uh, I just work. And even when I go fishing, you know, one of my, I mentioned one of my agents, usually it's Logan, it's my right hand. Uh, he'll have my backup phone, which has all my text messages, my emails, everything. And he responds like he's me through the day. And then when I get back to the dock, I'm like, what do we have to deal with? And he's great. But no, um, I never turn it off. On that note, what would you like to share with your audience today that we may not have touched on, whether it's personal professional, anything, anything having to do with it's all good in Newport Beach. No, I, I mean, I appreciate the opportunity to be here. Absolutely. Um, I, I've re recently made a brokerage change. I went from a very good brokerage with very good people to a uh, very good brokerage with very good people and uh, very excited for the change. Outstanding. John, thank you very much. It's really been an honor and a pleasure having you on the show. Yeah, no, thank you very and, much. And I hope to have you on again soon. Love to. Because you evolve like hourly. <laughs> <laughs> you've been listening to the it's all good newport beach podcast i'm yours truly tom bureau our guest today was john stanlin realtor at douglas element for more information you can find them at say it, john johnstanlin.com and again the pacific marine mammal center in laguna beach thank you thank you very much and thank you for listening everyone be sure to tune in next week